Mike's Daily Podcast. We're in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. The show's called Mike's Daily Podcast. I do this podcast. I've been doing it now since oh, 2008. I think that's great. Don't you? Doing podcasts every day. Well, sort of. I try to do that. Love podcasting. Yes. Mike's Daily Podcast. That was my wonderful song to introduce you to the show today. It's FF episode Mike's 2531. Daily 2531. Podcast. The last podcast was called Yeah. Blinding. And this one is, I don't know what this one will be. Although I, I tell you what, this, I, I'm just not doing the stress thing very well lately. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting a little burnt out. And I know a lot of you do that, get that way, maybe this time of year. Those of you that go, hey, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going all over the place. I'm going I'm going where it's warm. I'm going where it's cold. I'm going skiing. I'm going to get stuck in snow. I'm going to see my relatives. All that fun stuff. But some of us, we know what we're going to do. We're going to be working. And we're going to be working and people are going to want to off. So we got to work. It's not the best uh, circumstance. And this time of year gets a little annoying and I'm not even dealing with grief at the moment I will be it'll be about a year in February when my mom passed away so not these holidays but that ridiculous one in February oh wait a minute I'm supposed to like it because I am in a relationship and we do we have fun my lovely lady friend and I on Valentine's Day but now and here's today's It makes it more difficult because I lost someone important that day, my mom. So, which is ironic because she hated Valentine's Day, except for when she was in love. She had a boyfriend, someone that she met later in life, and they had five wonderful years together, thankfully. And they did enjoy Valentine's Day together, but overall she was eh, lukewarm on the whole subject. But yes, the point is, it's it's a rough time of year for a lot of people. A lot of people going through stuff one way or the other. The late great Basil the Boxer. He and I used to go on some nice walks and check out the nice Christmas lights this time of year. And I took a picture last night. Was it last night? Maybe the night before. Uh, very recently. Of this very nicely decorated house in Podcaster Valley. See it and get it in, in the holiday spirit. The Christmas spirit moves you when you look at this picture. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Or you can be a Scrooge. Or you can say Merry Christmas to somebody right now and then they get a little bit like that's a little too early. It's, it's only the 11th. Can we can we put a little more space, a little time on this? But it's interesting. I'm seeing a lot more Christmas lights this year. Baloney. Neighbors and such that don't usually do the Christmas lights thing, they're doing it this year. So that's that's exciting. 
But I'm having a lot of stress. Uh, it, it's it's just that I I'm I'm having difficulty. I'm in a I'm in an area at my job where I'm I'm trying to keep everything consistent and in a in a way in a structure that I know works. And that's gonna gonna work into the new year. But then the new year is very problematic, and a lot of companies are letting people go. And we're hearing about it. It all started with Elon Musk letting people go at Twitter. He sort of was the the, the shot heard around the world that got the race started. And now people are getting involved with all these other companies are getting involved with letting people. We knew it was gonna happen with inflation. So this is happening And when you're in a manager In this situation Now last time I was also a manager But They They were ready They were ready And they They saw my department Wasn't necessary anymore And got rid of me Not the same company I work for now But And a lot of people Got let go The last time around Where it got real bad In 2008 Around the time I started podcasting so something good came out of that And not exactly sure What to say about this So I'm going to read to you From a conservative leaning paper They said Brittany Griner The WNBA star Who was held for months in Russia prisons On drug charges Was released Thursday In a one for one prisoner swap For international arms dealer Victor Bout This is who Joe Biden Just freed Oh National Review In 2010 John Brennan Obama's deputy National security advisor For homeland security And counterterrorism Said in an interview That capturing And trying Victor Bout Was crucial To thwarting the flow Of illegal arms sales To dangerous terrorist entities And There is it In this It says Oh I guess Benny Johnson said this Meet Brittany Griner And Marine Paul Whelan Both Americans Both convicted in Russian courts On dubious charges Both serving multi-year services Sentences In Russian prison And this Benny Johnson says Brittany hates America Paul served America Guess which one Biden trading a terrorist to free? So that is, if we jump over here to what Yahoo wrote about it, the Biden administration has garnered criticism for failing to free former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, who Russia has imprisoned for four years on espionage charges. That Whelan vehemently denies. Vehemently. The, you know, denies. Conservatives have also attacked the administration for freeing Bout, a notorious arms dealer who delivered weapons to multiple sanctioned regimes. However, the White House has defended its decision, indicating Russia refused to release Whelan and portraying the move as either bringing Griner home. Or neither of them 
even as we're welcoming someone home, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton. We still have work to do. So as I'm shaking Brittany's hands and we're talking to the air, uh, taking to the aircraft and having this great conversation, my brain is already thinking about Paul Whelan. What can we do to get him back? This was uh, Karsten's. Karsten's, who is the uh, Roger Karsten's, the special presidential envoy for hostage affairs, who traveled with Brittany Griner back to the U.S. after her detainment in Russia. And apparently she talked a lot on the plane. Okay, so the conservative side is going to say, and the Democrat side is going to say, well, it was at least we got you something. So, yes, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, that's what, <laughs> if you listen to one form of media. So, I think the last podcast I was talking about a little bit how media gets bashed either way. Either side bashes the media. These days It is not good to be in media These days You are going to be bashed by The Right wing what, what in the world was that about? Conspiracy theorists And the left wing conspiracy theorists What's a left wing theory Conspiracy theorists What are they saying? They're saying that The media at large Is not talking about Climate change enough that they're not exposing more what oil companies are doing. What, well, you know, who's pol- the main, the big polluters, who they are. They're not talking about that. And they should be. And it was interesting because I was listening to a show where there was a conspiracy theorist talking about all the crazy conspiracy theories on the right. But then the host said, well, what about, you know, I believe that the media is not talking enough about what's happening with climate change and this conspiracy theorist debunker said oh no no that's true yeah media isn't talking enough about it that is a that that conspiracy theory is true (laughs) so i don't know what to believe but bashing the media here's what you need as far as you need to understand with the media and that is there is an agenda They want lots of viewers They want lots of listeners They want lots of readers And they all have a strategy for doing it Maybe it's appealing to you that are conservative Maybe it's appealing to you that are more left leaning Whatever it is They've got an agenda They gotta make money So either one takes the tack One takes the tack that uh, Okay they, they just feel like saying All media is left leaning And look at us We're showing the truth We're more conservative And then the left says something more like uh, the Conservatives They just attack And they're conspiracy theorists Look at us We have the truth And then We'll give you a tote bag Because you're listening to us Whatever it is Fox News said That President Biden's administration Is furious that Congress is poised To remove the military's Universal vaccine mandate A major concession To Republicans on Capitol Hill 
Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin had been pushing Congress to keep the vaccine requirement as a non-negotiable. But Republicans appear to have successfully negotiated an end to the policy in exchange for passing the military's budget proposal. According to the Washington Post, Biden officials argue ending the mandate will cost lives while Republicans say they are standing up for individual autonomy. CNN says the provision to rescind the military's COVID vaccine mandate comes after congressional Republicans pushed for its repeal. In a statement Tuesday night, the House GOP leader, Kevin McCarthy, said the end of President Biden's military COVID vaccine mandate is a victory for our military and for common sense. It's, I guess, so there's some, I know some people now that are and they take offense to this term, but they are anti-vaxxers. Simple enough. I mean, just embrace it. Obama embraced, embraced Obamacare. Embrace being an anti-vaxxer. And that is, they, they have, but they have proof. They have things that, you know, one person said their mom died because of getting, uh, she was a senior and she got the vaccine. The one that they were pushing back in February. And that's apparently what caused a aneurysm that's what she believes anyway I don't know if there's any proof if she ever found any proof but so if people have actual fears for it maybe it shouldn't be pushed on them that gets and I understand as an American we get a little bit touchy when it comes to having to be forced to do anything that's not exactly what we do as America we don't like it we freaked out when they told us, oh, you need to wear uh, the seatbelts in the car. I had no problem with it. I'm like, hey, I don't want to go flying through the window. I'll wear a seatbelt. But my mom, she fought it till the day she died. Every year I'd go visit her in Florida. And she'd have me drive her around in her car. She'd pull up. <laughs> in fact, uh, the last time I saw her was last year in October and my lovely lady friend and I flew to see her. It was the first time my lovely lady friend met her in person and we're waiting outside the airport and she had texted us or called us. She never texted. She called and said, Hey, okay, I'm coming around. And we saw this, we saw her car and my lovely lady friend said, is, is anyone driving that car? Because my mom was so low. She was so tiny. And she was so low in the chair. You're just a tiny little bit of her hair popping up over the steering wheel. So she, you know, she pulls up and I'm like, Mom, yeah, you know, give her a big hug. And I get into her chair. She, she gets out, help her around to the passenger side. She gets in the passenger seat. And then I go back over to the driver's seat because I'm going to drive now. She was not a good driver. And there was uh, there was the seatbelt. Now, cars today, you can't drive the car without putting the seatbelt in the buckle. It's got to connect and then it'll allow you to drive. So she would just push that thing in without her being in the chair. She would just push it in and lock it and it would be, and then she would just sit in the chair. 
in the seat with the seatbelt locked, connected, belted, but it was just basically the seatbelt was holding onto the chair <laughs> with nobody around it, the seatbelt, within the seatbelt. So she thought that if she was a motorcycle rider, she probably would have ridden without the motorcycle helmet, which you see all over the place in Daytona Beach where she lived. In fact, the guy that picked us up from the airport when we were there in February after she passed, he was uh, talking all about, yeah, just, you know, I ride around my motorcycle without a helmet. And, you know, I've had a couple crashes falling on my head, but I'm fine. Anyway, Cafe Anyway, that's the way it looks. I've done a complete summation of the whole thing, haven't I? From both ends, both sides, whatever. I like to play on the side of caution. Maybe you don't. But maybe you don't like to be... Have stuff pushed on you. Now, is the guy walking around at work... Who's got COVID? And he's coughing on me, but he hasn't had a vaccine? Uh, You know, is that causing me danger? That he hasn't had a vaccine and he's getting COVID. Well, it's actually hurting him more. Because I've gotten the vaccine. And if he coughs on me, I have a better chance of getting through it than he does. But hey, I'm wearing the mask all the time. When in 2020, when whenever I went out and wore a mask, the whole year I didn't get sick with anything. So I'm like, hey, maybe masks do do something. A lot of people who are anti-vaxxers fight the mask stuff as well but it's a fascinating concept that we as Americans fight with and the world at large is starting to fight the whole concept of being forced to do this and that it's been a couple years we're getting antsy but here we are outside a cafe anyway somewhere in podcaster valley speaking of antsy people look who's here Hello, my pants. He's a jolly, too hard to get shop supervisor. I have a lot of snow globes I'm selling this time of year, Mike Matthews. You sell snow globes all year round. What are you talking about? Yeah, you should buy one, Mike Matthews. I bought one from you and it exploded. So I'm not that big of a fan of your snow globes. That's why people like them. They explode, Mike Matthews. It's dangerous. Mike, do you want to live on the wild side? Buy one of my snow globes And don't get vaccinated Okay thank you for that tip Look who else is here Oh Mike this is Floyd the floor man And this is John Deere the engineer Mike It's been great standing outside Of cafe anyway with the rain falling on us Yeah All this rain We need it here That's what we say in the Bay Area We follow up Every time we talk about the rain with we need it But in California We always need it That was something My mom would always Talk to me about The weather in, in California How we're always In a drought She goes You guys could get So much rain And you'll still be In a drought And I would say I know mom I know But listen Let's go back in time Shall we To a simpler time A better time it, Whenever people Talk about the past The past is always Glorious Even though when you Like if you actually Got in a time machine And went back to that past It would probably You'd go You'd be horrified 
they did what? Everybody smoked? In the 1960s, the, I was watching a thing today about Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds, uh, uh, the, the little marionette, super marionation, marionette. They were little marionettes, little puppets. And later they made fun of it in Team America. But these little puppets, they're like flying around spaceships and stuff. And they, they shot it like it was real drama. And, and it was like people died. These puppets, some of these puppets died in this show. They tried to make it that realistic. And they also have the puppets smoking because it's the 1960s. It's the Mad Men era. era. And, and these puppets are smoking. I don't know how they did this stuff. Uh, is it Jerry Anderson who did this? The, huge in England. Uh, it cost a lot of money at the time $40,000 to make an episode Which was incredibly a lot of money in the 60s uh, Something like doing a Doctor Who episode back then Cost one third of that maybe One tenth of that Some crazy thing So no we're not going back that far though We're just going back 20 years so back when I was on the radio And we were doing the country music thing And people were calling in And it was an interesting time And let me play you a little bit of this This is the segment Let's go back with Matthew Let's go back with Matthews That's what it is Okay, here we go We're going back VR taped it If it didn't, I'll have to kill it Dwight Yoakam right now As fast as you It is Crazy Callers Friday And This is Matt Michaels Let's get I didn't play that part, but just before that, I was talking about how I would have to kill my VCR because I was taping Reva. I think it was the first, this particular thing we're listening to was the same night that Reva McIntyre made her debut with that TV show, Reva. It was the first TV show she did. And it's still, you can still watch it in, in syndication, but that's what that was. By listening to the K Hey Santa Fe Cafe, you've arrived like this K Hey Cafe caller. Son? Can he turn these young? Okay. Why? Well, I've been out of high school like three years now, and like I heard that song, and I just want to like go back to high school. It's such a great song, you know? I saw the video, some pictures from like high school and stuff. Did you pick great. up? Did you pick up on the John Cougar Mellencamp? Uh, video that they were doing in the beginning that was like an allusion to that video. Jack and Diane. 650-KJY. Our slogan is your cute Let's Dance. It's the Crazy Callers Friday. You and I are now being visited at my table by the stage by our webpage man to see what's going on with the KK Santa Fe Cafe and the internet. Remember, you can always email me at matt at kk.com. Stuff, wacky stuff. Met a lot of people here tonight. This is true. Oh. A lot of people. Matt, I, this is true. I wanted to be on the new Reva show. I see. I wanted to be Reva's husband. That, uh-huh. that skirt chasing. I wanted to be him on the show. Okay. I was going to be on the show. But Reva said no. No to me on the show. No. Yo. Reba now. I was born three months. Oh, hey. 
That was the theme song from the show. <sighs> Do you remember the theme? What was it? Uh, I'm. Oh. Now I can't think of that. Re- the, anyway, cafe. Anyway, that was it. That was a little bit of that from that time period 20 years ago. Now it's time for the segment, the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Here are two songs that are going to fight each other. This is the song we play. This is the song we play for that New Tunes Feud with Mike. Here we go with the New Tunes Feud. It's the New Tunes Feud with Mike. The Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Got it. Did we get it? Okay. This song is by a group called The Dare. And this song is called Girls. Fun's cause it's me. Just for fun. I like girls who make love. But I love girls who like to... Whoa. Whoa. That didn't happen when I did country music. Actually, that did happen once. I was playing a live cut of Doug Superna. He was kind of big in the early mid-90s. And he did a song where he covered David Allen Coe's You Never Call Me By My Name. And he, he said, he said the S word. But see, I was playing it thinking, oh, country musicians never cuss. Here's a live CD. Okay, I'll play this. And I didn't listen to it beforehand. And there got a cuss word on the radio on the country music station. So... That was that band called The Dare. And this is a band called Queen Goma. Uh, Oh, wait. It's a song called Queen Goma. And it's by someone named Paul Spring. He's first on That's all I can play or I get dinged. His name is Paul Spring. And yes, he has released a handful of solo albums. He has mostly stayed behind the scenes as an assistant studio engineer, co-writer, and session guitarist. Uh, Oh, he's written with one of the guys from Fleet Foxes. He was also lead singer of Holy Five, a Brooklyn folk soul band with ties to the Daptones that received national acclaim in Rolling Stone and NPR. Okay, so which one would you like better, Paul Spring or The Dare? Call me at 336-MM-DAILY, 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is a Mike Matthews daily, as in what this podcast tries to be, but often gets interrupted. That dang... So last week, I think I did what on Thursday? Yes, I was able to get one done on Thursday. And then after I went to the Ikea, that was a lot of fun. Got a bunch of little chocolate hazelnut bars. And then just everything this week, just lots of stress. Friday was stressful. Yesterday was kind of stressful. Lots of stuff. Oh, gosh. (laughs) One of my employees who is working part-time, but my boss is saying I should make this person full-time. Well, this person that he wants to be full-time put one station 
on another station. Somehow made one radio station suddenly start playing on another radio station. And this person couldn't tell me how they did that. And I had to backward engineer how that was even possible to do. Somehow it was done. And my boss wants me to hire this person who made a massive mistake like that. So, yes, I am in a world that I can't control. That's very weird. And I guess maybe the whole business world is in a world, always in a world they can't control. But there's just a lot going on. And wish me the best, will you? And I hope I can do another podcast for you soon so I can keep the name completely uh, true that it's daily. Mike's Daily Podcast. Have not had that name revoked yet, but it is at a website that has not been revoked yet because I keep paying the bill. But you can find that website and all the other ways to reach me now with the wonderful words that A-Frame is now going to say. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Vehemently.